and welcome everybody, GGS is back, yes you heard right, Gaming the System has returned after a sort of extended August summer holiday break and we're back so it's me Alex and Matt and we are here this evening to discuss one particular game from PlayStation's latest state of play showcase uh, called Stellar Blade which was previously known as Project Eve. Um, and the trailer for that was released on the 13th of September. But um, I guess before we dive in, we should probably catch up since it's been quite a while. Um, so, Matt, how have you been? What have you been up to? May I've been going through so many epic games recently. I was on a on a, a tear with um, the Shadow of Mordor games yeah, and. Yeah, and the um, Arkham Batman series games. They're quite similar combat. They are. Yeah. Yeah. The the combat mechanics of of the Batman stuff is is literally they they copied it um, in Shadow of Shadow of Mordor games, and I just yeah. played them into the ground. They were absolutely extraordinary. Um, then I moved on to. Uh, <laughs> it's really interesting because uh, those are two of the most technically flawless games ever. They are flawlessly technically made. And then I played a game called Prey, which I enjoy the story of, but was a complete dumpster fire in terms of how it's designed. Oh. And I'm, I'm really enjoying like observing that kind of thing. So you can yeah. still enjoy them. But yeah. sometimes it's just, yeah. And now I'm playing Fallout 4, which is just a majestic masterpiece. Of course, yes. I watched an interesting documentary on YouTube about Prey and how it was designed um, and how it was like a room within rooms and stuff. And it was all, it looked quite clever to, to me, but I don't know much about game design. I'll send it to you after the podcast. Or if anyone is interested, Shout to us on Twitter and we can link it to you as well. Um, but yeah, since uh, since we were last here, you might notice some changes. I have moved, uh, so I've been very busy dealing with all of that. Exciting times. And uh, as a consequence, I have not had so much time for gaming, but recently have started on a game. Uh, I think that's part of this month's PlayStation Plus uh, Toem, which is very, very chilled out, sort of black and white, grayscale, uh, cartoon type. Um, not a platformer, more of a, like a chilled out puzzle game where basically your objective is to take lots of photos and give them to people, which is very nice. And there's like a sort of nice guitar soundtrack and it's very chill. So that's a nice... It's a nice sort of indie game, I think, uh, which is fun. But on to pressing matters. If you have not heard or watched GTS before, we are gaming the system. And we are a bunch of feminist gamers who talk about gaming and feminism and how the two intersect and aren't necessarily discussed as widely as they should be. Um, and in that, in that, in that vein, as it were, we're going to be discussing um, Stellar Blade, which had its trailer released on the 13th of September. 
previously known as Project Eve. I don't know why they've changed the name or what it means, but they included that at the end of the trailer. But one thing that stuck out to me while I was watching the showcase was, my gosh, there's a lot to talk about here on one of our podcasts. Um, and it's mainly for the way that uh, the two, or at least there's two female protagonist characters who are portrayed in a very, very sexualized and overt uh, way. And uh, I just wanted to talk about it, really. Um, so I don't know if you've seen the trailer, Matt, what your first impressions were. Have you knew anything about the game before seeing this trailer at all? It's, this is this is what I, I love about um, working with uh, gamers who see things differently to me, who mm. observe, who come across because I'd never heard of this. I mm. would never have heard of it probably um, apart from this. And so I had a look at the trailer, and um, I made a collage of the thumbnails on YouTube. But I'll say, what should I do first? I'll start with the voice because I think the voice mm. is is a, le- a less. Yeah. It's not as it's it's all in Japanese, isn't it? The the game, like the trailer, was presented in in the Korean. Japanese language. Is it is it Korean? Oh, it's made my, by my a Korean. But uh, that made yeah. me go. Oh, so that's a rabbit hole I've been down, which we'll get okay. to. Yeah, we'll get to as the as the episode goes along. Because Jesus Christ, I stress myself out by think, looking at. Oh, yeah. is there's a lot like Squid Game actually ah. in Korea. So um, anyway, so first off, voice, uh, Mm. the really weird, creepy, high-pitched schoolgirl voice. Very reminiscent of lots of anime voices. Yeah. For schoolgirls in anime, but yeah. And it it reminds me of there's there's a campaign to ban um, like sex shops from selling schoolgirl outfits. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was, I don't think it passed or someone voted against it in quite a a, um, a public way. Um, then if you add those two together, you've got a, a woman speaking in a child-like voice mm. and women wearing schoolgirl outfits. Is there any reality that exists where that isn't, Super paedophile mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you think? Yeah, I don't think so. No, it's definitely got creepy vibes about it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, like you say, the, the vocals are extremely cutesy and incredibly feminine and very singy songy, like quite melodic. And it's all very much a senpai notice me kind of vibes as well going on, um, which immediately puts those characters like okay so we're, we it's our job to look after them kind of as the player we are immediately thrown into the position of oh this character needs looking after and needs protecting because they're weak and feminine and childlike um or at least that's the perspective i have i don't know if other people would feel that way yeah but, my uh, my, yeah. my initial thing is just to the the sexualized nature of it, mm. of how yeah, that high voice. And... So that's that's that was the first thing I noticed, and go that's quite easy to write off as as whatever that is. It's part of a 
part of a large amount of media that does that and it's it's mm. weird and i don't like it uh number two at first i thought maybe i'm reading too much into this maybe maybe i'm just maybe it's surely no one else maybe i'm just focusing on this too much because i'm a guy and and it's a it's a woman in a game and oh who knows but then i googled it to try and do a bit of research and these are a collection of thumbnails from youtube Mm. okay yep can we see a common theme bum bum Mm. is the common theme yes (laughs) bum and boobs yeah. And I, I can't, I can't stress to people enough how just it fills the screen. It's like it an optical is. illusion. It is. It just your eyes immediately go there. Think the way that it's, it's just lit and stuff, and like it's obviously designed so that your eyes just immediately go there whenever it's on screen. I found that yeah. when I was watching, I couldn't see anything else. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Everyone, everyone watching or listening, pause this now mm. and go to YouTube and watch the trailer. Yes. And tell me that that backside doesn't look like an optical illusion mm. because it's sort of it's it's like this some it's, weird ass AI. It's like a mountain of an ass. It's like it's got like. It seems to not be ever ending, you know. The, the curves yeah, just keep exactly. going. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm flabbergasted yeah. by it. Mm. Yeah, but it's in that way. Is it kind of almost? It's almost like a parody of an ox. Is it saying this is so ridiculous it can't be believable? Therefore, well, it's, it's okay. That so that unfortunately led me down a horrifying rabbit hole of misogyny and yeah. e- economic desperation and good game stuff because uh, in oh Korea I knew nothing about Korea. Um, I don't. So it's not very enlightening. Apart from, have you seen Squid Game? I've seen trailers of Squid Game, but not actually got around to watching it yet. No. It's basically centred on the absolute horrifying desperation levels in of people, um, particularly young people. Um, and um, there's so much anti-feminist hatred and anger that is... Um, uh, enabled by um government inaction and corporations corporations there are, are are um there's a there's a, a a symbol in um in korea which is like uh no of you were just like 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 that yeah so it's like you imagine you're picking up something by the tip, okay. yeah, going like yeah. that. So it's like all oh, something's small, yeah. And the anti-feminist incel men in Korea have been campaigning against it because they think it's a feminist mocking maidens' small penises, yeah. 
Depends. Well, sometimes it is like that, I guess. But it can be. yeah, it's it not all be. about men, though, is it? It's not everything revolves around men's penises all the time. Yeah. Even though they like oh, to sh- think it does. But... So this is the. Oh, I see it. Yes. For anyone listening, it's basically your index finger and thumb kind of squeezing together like you're holding a small um, berry or something. Yes, that's that's a really good description. Like you're holding a grape in your thumb yeah. and and, uh, and uh, ring, ring finger? finger. Is it the pointy? The pointy, the pointy one. one. Yes, yeah. the index <laughs> finger. Yeah. And there was a um, a. It was sort of like similar to Gamergate. There was this website called Megalia, which was um, just a feminist website that was doing something called mirroring. Mm. which is where you take like a, a misogynist thing a man says and then you <laughs> post it but change it to yeah men Something and like, yeah. it eventually got shut down and the anti-feminist brigade in Korea seemed to be winning a lot mm. because companies that use any form of that logo, like one that was like you're holding a, a sausage by the end of it. And okay. the, they forced these companies not to, to the, the companies change their marketing. Wow. So they're, they're changing it okay. based on that. Um, and so that's that, that's, so that was like, but, yeah, yeah, that was my, the first thing I found. And then I just okay. started clicking other links. Yeah. So. I'm a little bit deep, but if you want conclusive proof that uh, it isn't satire, uh, mm. I'll uh, show you something from this is from their official Twitter feed. They posted this. Okay. Where are you? <laughs> oh God! Oh, okay. Wow. So that camera's basically centred from about sort of mid-thigh like thigh position, maybe just above the knees, pointing up at the back of the female character. So basically, you've got arse and then waist and then hair falling down towards arse. So yeah, basically your eyeline is directly at arse and it's right in the centre. Sorry, I keep saying arse. Um, but that's that is the point of the picture is is that basically they're trying to make it out that the tower in the background is in fact the uh, the the uh, main focus of the picture, but it is not quite yeah. clearly. So that's them clearly going, yeah, it's all about her ass, and yeah. we did that on purpose, so they get absolutely no benefit of the doubt. No, well. Thank you for clarifying that, Matt. Because mm. in other cultures, it may well be some kind of satirical thing. If you, I mean, you could. But then also, okay. is that okay? That's another question for another time. But yes. Yeah, it turned definitely. out that it's uh, it's it's the one of the tips of a massive iceberg oh. of horror of horror and misogyny. Oh. And it's very easy for them to say, oh, it's just a tiny little sliver of ice that's sitting on the surface. Mm. That would be giving them the benefit of the doubt. 
But yeah. the truth is it's connected to oh some nasty yeah. stuff. Was there anything you liked about the trailer? It it looked the combat and visuals looked fantastic. Mm. I'll give you that. Mm. That it, it looked the combat looked really cool. Mm. And um so that's fine. That's a technical aspect. But then when yeah. it comes to the narrative aspect, the the creative character stuff, mm. that's where they show their hand. Yeah. I was wondering at first if it was something to do with the Matrix because they literally talked about the city Zion under the ground, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the name of the city <laughs> under the ground in the Matrix. So I wasn't sure if it was actually the Matrix at first. So I was a bit confused. Um, but yeah, in terms of the trailer itself, like you say, the combat looks like it could be interesting. And like the random old man that's narrating the trailer looks interesting. But the rest of it, I'm afraid, detracted somewhat from my enjoyment of the trailer as a whole. In fact, I watched uh, Alana Pierce's reaction to the trailer to see what she had to say. And uh, she talked a lot about boob physics and how boobs don't work like that, but that she was okay with it and that the game looked cool. So, yeah, I can agree with her on some parts, but, I mean, if you want to play a game that badly at the end of the day, people are probably going to play it, aren't they? And which brings me on to the question, Matt, uh, do you think, this game has a particular target audience. Yeah, definitely the just the fifteen-year-old. Yeah. The 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 eternal fifteen-year-old stunted straight white boy, or straight Korean boy, um, and it's it shows from from that picture that it's it's not neutral. It's they want it to be a slap in the face to women. Who will go? Stop! Stop doing this. Mm. This is this is just a tip of a massive iceberg that leads up to this. This is a this is a an inevitable outcome of this system. So by doing this and putting it on such a big stage, it is inflaming that system further because. Mm. Um, I think thinking of what the 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 state of women's rights and feminism in the UK and in Europe I I think I I assumed that countries like South Korea um and Japan would be sort of in a similar range but um in in Korea, it seems like it's one of the unhappiest countries in the world. It's got the highest suicide rate in the world for people, people 20s, up to yeah. 20s. Their leading, leading cause of death was suicide. Um, and the birth rates falling dramatically. And they they cut their working week 
in 2018 from I think 63 hours to 52 hours. That's in, that's an insane amount of hours. So that's that is so it's how is it, that possible? It's the societal. It was it's something to do with so after it was after the you know, there was there was a Korean Civil War, of course. Um, hence why there's a North and a South Korea. Yeah. And there was a massive they're, – they're the 15th wealthiest um, country on the planet. We're the fifth wealthiest. Um, but as with most countries, the corruption means that 99% of that wealth goes into the top 1%. Top people's pockets, yeah. And so there is just desperation – all the way down and it women's place in that is they're supposed they're supposed to be working these insane 50 plus hour weeks and the social responsibility of doing all the traditionally women's stuff so women are just so this is where it leads into the men hating women so much Mm. is because if you take a, a young woman and say, look, you're only, if you don't want to live a desperate life of survival, you need to get an education and then get a good job and then work at that job as hard as you possibly can. So you can either do that or you can try and start a family or try and have a family and do that. And so it seems like most of the women are just going, fuck it, fuck relationships. Yeah. And that means that, men are feeling just left with left with nothing but hatred for women going, we can choose what we want to do now and we're not choosing you. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. where that's the that's the part of the, the context of of where this So that is the context of where this game sits, yeah. 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 No, that's really insightful, Matt. Thank you for filling us all in. Uh, it definitely helps to have some context, for sure, uh, or at least some idea of where uh, these characters, which, which seem to be incredibly objectified, sexualized, um, used as as basically the sex objects of the game, and and not much more really for the player. Um, judging on that trailer, um, I think there was one part where the main character was like holding a gun and the gun increased in size and it just made me think like is that some kind of euphemism for a dick (laughs) or something because that's what it made me think of frankly at the end of the day um it just everything was was um every angle that you saw the characters from was to was to see them in an objectified way or at least that's the impression I got from the trailer. Um, I actually did a few stills from from the early part of the trailer, which shows not the main character, but one of the other female characters. And you can see from the way that they are dressed, or perhaps not dressed, uh, it gives you an idea of the kinds of things that you'll be dealing with in terms of um, the way that these characters, <coughs> excuse me, these characters look compared to male characters. Let's see if I can find your pictures. No problem. They should be hiding somewhere. Hiding somewhere in our GTS. Well, yeah, there's the back of one of the female characters. 
sorry. It's all right. Um, so you can see she's got holes in her shoulders. There's bare skin around her waist, heading down to her hips as well. And it's all designed in a V. Look where the point of the V is heading. It's the arse again. <laughs> um, so yeah, everything's designed to lead the eye towards the curvaceous parts of of this woman's body, which is clearly an unrealistic body type, or at least one that's, um, you know, been enhanced in certain ways, shall we say? Oh, and there's also the that is like implies that that's like a wrap under. Yeah, yeah. You see the. I'll be very <laughs> comfortable to wear. Yeah. And then there's the pixie cut as well. And the big yeah, eyes. That's another thing that small mouth, small nose. Ugh. Yeah, it's kind of quite a cartoonish like style. Whereas man here in the foreground is pretty well. From the bits of him, you can see he's quite well covered and normal looking. And then I think there's one of the front somewhere. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And you can quite clearly see some unrealistic and very separate large boobs, <laughs> more bare skin, so it's basically a, a V on each side, bare shoulders, pixie cut, large eyes, incredibly small nose and mouth. So a very sort of childlike, angelic face filled with wonder. Um, again, boobs are kind of, they've got clothes coming around them like that, so it's like, here is the chest, look at the chest. And it's highlighted with gold as well. So drawing your eye right there. But yeah, there's all sorts of things within the design of that outfit that are just basically enhancing boobs and bum. And we, need to, we need to take a really like a detailed look at this because yeah. it's all like optical illusion. For sure. Yeah. She looks like she's got two different bodies. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's very odd because it's like the arm is half on her arms and it's kind of going on the inside of her back. It's almost like an extra spine, it looks like, attached to like her ribs or something. And then basically a, a bare, bare bum, no cover at all, and a very tight strap around one of the thighs. Not quite sure if it's a holster or something for a weapon. It's very mechanical looking, but yeah, it's definitely not. It's great. just so odd. It's very strange. Yeah, I'm not sure what the flowy bits are from the sides. Are they like straps or bullets or something? Holster straps. Who knows? But again, it's making the bum shape. So. If you follow the lines, they're just basically highlighting the bum again. And they really like the the wrap under, like for sure, yeah. Thing, it's a, yeah. If it, it was it quite similar in Bayonetta, I've not played Bayonetta, but I think yeah, it's the, same, yeah the same sort of thing here. Yeah, people yeah. are comparing it to Bayonetta a lot. Yeah, yeah. And you can and go, oh, again, that was fifteen years ago. Oh, yeah. this is Times. the context, as you said. That's yeah. the perfect way to put it. The context exactly. is 
very well they're not um, they've not uh, moved any more forward in fact probably backwards i would say and again got very long hair so you've got one with short hair one with very long hair but uh yeah interesting definitely yeah, the but yeah the boob is... physics were interesting in the trailer you must have noticed there was that one part where she fires a gun and the boobs literally moved like that um with each of the uh rounds of bullets that were discharged and it was just so wholly unrealistic that uh that's all i could look at again because all you could see was her chest just wobbling around it was not great and in fact the pictures i took of the girl with pixie haircut she just walked forward and put her arms on like her bar anister on the edge of a ledge and her boobs literally wobbled just by <laughs> holding the bar and uh um news for you boobs don't work that way <laughs> they're not independent of the body they don't move around by themselves <laughs> there is a, a positive a positive so I, I remind myself whenever I um whenever I find myself because there's there's mm. infinite horror and horrible things happening all over the world all the time. And it's very, very easy to um uh take a look and just be go, Oh my god, that's just complete awful horror with no no brightness anywhere. Mm. But I remind myself that um throughout history people have um been grinding and surviving and building and so there's a massive amount of depth and subtlety to it and there was a um what was it uh there was so there was several instances of like the highest ranking members of government um being convicted of rape sexual harassment sexual assault a slew of things um and there were 61 women's groups who came together with a total of five million members yeah making a statement supporting the victim of this so that means that so 50 million people in south korea five million women mobilized for this so just just remind myself that there are always people fighting fighting the good fight and that things like this they're just tips of the icebergs that you can say mm-hmm. oh they don't really matter it's just oh it's just a big ass what's the big problem about but uh no you're right i think uh, this is where really yeah so this is fun. why this is why I love doing this podcast because we we can connect those two things. Of oh, gaming has nothing yeah. to do with feminism. In the real world. Yeah, it is so intimately linked. It is. Yes. No, it's it's uh, it's surprising how many things subconsciously are actually impacting us day to day and influencing our the way we think and the way we view different things and different people. Um, and I think yeah, it's it's really important to hold on to those positive sides of the story as well, as you say. It's not all doom and gloom, um, but it's important also to acknowledge that even if it's you think it's a small thing, 
it might not be so small. It might actually be quite big, and that works for both sides of the coin, I think, as well. Um, we hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.